Hello everyone, I'm Annie Gibbons and you're listening to Memoirs of Successful Women, the podcast where you get to hear candid conversations with fascinating women from around the globe who share aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure their success and what they have learnt along the way. Well, welcome everybody to Memoirs of Successful Women. And today I am super excited to be interviewing Patricia J. Grover, who we'll call Patty since we're all friends now. And uh, she is a goal achievement strategist. She's also a published author, a public speaker, consultant coach, mentor. She's all about helping people achieve their goals. She is what we call a super queen of goal uh, achievements. So lovely to have you join me on this program today, Patricia. Well, Annie, thank you so much. You and I are like, you know, two two peas from a pod. We're, <laughs> we do very much the same thing and we're just on other ends of the world. So it's yeah. fantastic. And I always enjoy being with you and spending time chatting because we have so much that we could just go on and on about. <laughs> It's so true. For those listening, I was on Patty's show a while ago. And as we were chatting away, I'm like going, oh my gosh, I feel like I've met a soul sister from the other side of the world. We're just totally aligned in so many ways. We've got the same passions uh, for the businesses that we have. And it's super cool. That's what I totally love about the world of women who collaborate rather than compete. We're, We're out there doing our thing. And we just totally, when we align, it's actually a real joy and a real blessing to hear that other people are out there uh, yeah doing doing a similar thing in the space which to me is just fantastic I just applaud it so thank you for saying that let's talk about you today then Patty so tell me all about what what you're doing now you so you've got your Patty J Grover show let's start with the show then why do you have this really exciting empowering show uh what what made you start that for a start Well, because I really wanted to be able to get the message out to as many people as possible that, you know, because with the Patricia Joe Grover show, we turn believers into achievers. And when I say believers, people, the first thing you have to do is you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you are worthy, Mm. that you are capable, and that you're not in this alone. Because women, especially... Um, you know, we, everybody has issues with fears and limiting beliefs. If people say that they don't, they're fibbing you because we're only human. We all have them. It's just how we deal with them. So with my show, I, I believe it helps to encourage it, educate and empower people when I have guests that come on and they will share their stories of struggles that they may have had in their personal or professional lives mm-hmm. and how they made it through because we all have had them. Yeah. And just to hear that and hear those stories being shared helps people take the next steps to be able to move forward for themselves. Yeah. So that so that's what, you know, that's where it all came from is for just to spread the message, you know, that we are all every single one of us, you know, we'll have things that life happens. Life happens to every single one of us whether we're ready for it or not. Um I, I teach, one of the things I teach my clients is to 
put planning and scheduling days into your calendar because when you have that planning day and you check your measurables and check where you are with your budgets. And when I talk about budgets, I'm talking about time, money, and energy Hmm. and, and keeping yourself on track with those budgets because I am a, a person who has the tendency of putting too much on my own plate. Yeah. And that can cause self-sabotage because Mm. I am, I am a go-getter. I want to achieve, (laughs) I want to accomplish. And so I'll I'll say, yeah, I'll do that. I can do that. I can do that. And then if if I get too much much on the schedule and then things, you know, go undone or, you know, get out of control. So by having that planning, you know, planning day in my schedule and my planning days are Sundays, it helps keep me on track and from not getting too derailed with everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you've outlined very much what I think women around the globe actually deal with that, you know, because there's this nature, I think this feminine quality that just says, oh yeah, I'd love to help you. I could do that. You know, I want to be lovely. I want to be helpful. Um, I don't want you to think I'm not a nice person. Then I, you know, we just seem to have this tendency um, to not saying that men don't, uh, but to get overloaded. And it's usually from a wonderful intent, isn't it? It's usually from a, you know, well, I, I want to help you. And there's no doubting that, but it's very easy to then get totally swamped and then we're the ones, not the person we've helped to have those moments when we're crying because we're just stressed and we're over it and everyone's needing us and you've just got no time for yourself. I think, right. Um, yeah. Right, exactly. But, but also, Annie, I am a leader. Mm. I, I lead by example. I don't, I'm not a pusher and I'm not a puller. Yeah. I, I lead by example. So if I want something for someone, cause I can see it in them. Yeah. It's hard for me not to want it more for them than they want for themselves. Yeah. And that's a, that's a mother woman thing too, mm. but, but it is hard to do that. Um, so that, you know, keeping a balance on, you know, not being the pusher or puller because that I don't, I don't have the time or energy for that. So choosing to lead by example and having people see I'm walking my own talk. Yeah. Daily. And and that's the thing. So I think I am helping more people by doing that and having people watch me do this. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's, that's, that's one of the things for the show too, is for people to see, I'm doing and and I'm sharing struggles, like like I said, with putting too much on my own plate or or different things that may come across as I'm going through my journey to be able to share it with people. Yeah. Hundred percent, and I love that about you, and and I certainly needed to learn that too. You know, I, I that I had the real breakthrough in in my business when I actually, yeah, just started sharing, being comfortable to share more about, you know, my struggles. You know, or you know, that's right. I had two sets of twins, as you know, in two years. Right, right. Like going, and then so the fact that I kind of soldiered on, and and people went, oh, she's too good. Like, how does she not complain? How does she do? So I thought I was showing, I'm coping, I'm doing things, you know. But when I actually then started going oh guys you know it's actually really hard you know all of a sudden I went oh tell me more what you know not that they want to hear your struggles they actually want to hear the journey they want to hear the 
shifts right. And that's what your clients will love to hear from different people. They actually want to go, oh, here's a woman being really honest and real. And Mm -hmm. I'm hearing about that, that, that issue that she had. And I've had that sort of issue. I connect. Right. And then I can hear, I can see the shift that happened or the problem solving. Or for you, it's very much around, yeah, well, what are your goals? How are you going to achieve those? So I think that's right. And, but I, I didn't just get, I didn't just get to where I am by not having had to figure this out myself too. So I can be able to help people because I had to learn how to help myself. And, and, and what, and and what I, what I learned over the years from having mentors, coaches, and, and, and watching, you know, going to people's courses and, you know, those are all things that we all learn from that make us who we are and, and, and struggles that we've been through ourselves. So And I think that adds, that's what adds that element of incredible value for those who are looking for a coach and they do get a woman of more our age. Uh, One you have, yeah, you're actually not just getting that coaching, but you're actually getting, that's right, the 50 years of of learning and experience and what has worked, what hasn't worked, not just for us, but for all of those in our network that we've also learned off their experience, right? Right. Um, And the coaching that we've received and, and yeah, it's just so much value. So how did you, um, and another thing I'll just pick up for the listeners as well, you went and said, you know, Sunday is your goal setting day. And that's a classic because, you know, for us at our stage of life, we could be quieter there. We've got the full seven days to work with. Uh, and so I'm a very much like that too. I'll do a Saturday or a Sunday and I'll have a time of, you know, some of them will be social media preloading or some of them will be planning out my goals and strategies because I can, because my kids are now growing. Whereas there'll right. be other people listening who will be like, oh my God, like as if I could do anything on Sunday, I've got to take the kids to the zoo or right. Right. It doesn't have to be. Um, Sunday, so, but- exactly. So it's about saying what works for you, ladies, you know, in your schedule, in your seven days, there will be a time, whether it's whatever it is, it's not about what other people do. It's about, you know, finding that time for you and valuing the importance of it. I think we need to start yes. then redirecting you back to share. Well, why is it so important? And that will then lead now into you know, your business and and goal setting and why it's so important. Right. You know, and just think of this again, it doesn't have to be specifically Sunday, but carve out your weekly planning day that you can line things up. And when I, what I teach people, and you and I had this conversation before, what I teach people is your A, B, C, D, and E. Mm -hmm. A is absolutely have to do. (laughs) B, B, you have to do. C, you know, it's got to get done. D is delegate (laughs) and E is eliminate. Mm. So, you know, go through what you have on your list, do the A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. But then also then do your sequencing, your one, two, three in order. So when you have those things in order of which things need to be done in order to be able to move on to the next you know, so, so that will help you. And I know so many people say, Oh, that sounds like so much work, but, 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 but I will tell you on the other end, you will have more time available for yourself and your children. Oh, it, I, I promise you, you will have more time. 
I agree. Because how much time and energy do those things that you should have delegated or that you should have even eliminated? You know, when you have those moments and you go, oh my God, like, why did I do whatever task for five years, 10 years? And I just being busy, being busy. Busy being busy. It's crazy, right? Right, right. And and one of my favorite and um one of my favorite um Dwayne Dyer and and um and actually, yeah, Dr. Wayne, Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, with him, he says, you know, you never see too many people walking, you know, that, that extra mile is pretty empty. There's not too many people <laughs> out there doing that extra mile. Well, it's, and, yeah. and really, I want to, want to be clear and, and, and share with the viewers. It's not the people that are the high achievers that are out there walking the extra mile once they're up there. You know what it is? They're walking the extra mile behind the scenes and they're doing these work, this work and this planning and this, this stuff prior to, and this is where people get confused and lose that, you know, yes, the high achievers, they are doing all the systems, the planning, the calendaring, the routines, Mm. they have gotten those down, created those positive and those good habits, got rid of the bad stuff and they focus on mindset and keeping, you know, and, and keeping everything positive and surrounding themselves with the people that are like-minded and can, mm. can be supportive and be account mm. accountability buddies. And that's, that's the thing, you know, even the biggest names have mentors, even the yeah. people that are high in their game, they have mentors. And, and a lot of people don't, don't understand that, that no matter where you are, we all have people that we need to to go to yes. for for support and information and mm. and everything oh. it's it, we don't have we don't have all the answers we don't have all <laughs> i know what a revelation is <laughs> like oh my gosh that's right we don't always know or we shouldn't because i'm a big believer for you should as soon as you know you you've achieved that goal and you've sat there for a while and absolutely milk it and celebrate it and woohoo it and everything and then then what is next? And, you know, and right. if you're not feeling a little bit uncomfortable because you're not stretching yourself, you know, that's a bit disappointing because right. while we think that mountain is huge and we, and it is to start, and then you finally get there, there is always something else, which doesn't have right. to be a negative, a climb or oh. whatever. It's just an opportunity, right? So right. I mean, wouldn't, it. It, wouldn't it be yeah. boring? Wouldn't it be boring if you got to where you wanted to get? Oh, well, there's no more. I guess I can. I am now. Yeah. yeah. What do I do? <laughs> what do I do? You know, so, that's, so that, that's, that's so true. Oh. And, you know, it, it is um, for people. Um, I guess it's because I have so much curiosity and I teach people, <laughs> you know, you, your curiosity has to be greater than your fear. And, I, and I, it's not oh. that I, it's not that I'm an unsatisfied person or I want gimme, gimme, gimme. It's not that. It's just what else is there? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's like, it's like that. You know, when you watch kids, I watch my granddaughter now and and you, it's really great having a little E back in the, in the home because you suddenly go, that's right, they're always like, but what's around there and what's yeah. next? And everything is an opportunity and it's a bit exciting, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's right. Once you know everything, you can sit back and go, yep, that's it. 
<laughs> and then you watch them with such delight, you know, and that's right. How do we activate that? We've both got that curious nature, haven't we, to, in spades. How do we yeah. activate that? Or why do we think people squash that curious nature? Because uh, that's a big oh. factor, isn't it? We get excited by it, but a lot of people, it triggers fear. They don't want to have right. that. And it is, it is, it is fear, but I, I don't know exactly if it is their own belief window. And, and that's what I think is some people, it's the, at the core that they don't feel like they are worthy of having more mm. or, or better or, or a, a better future, you know, whether it be, um, it, you know, when people measure success and that, and that's the thing I say, don't, don't compare yourself to others. So I don't compare myself to you. I don't compare myself to, to, to other people that do what I do. I'm on my own journey and everything. So I attribute and, and my success is what I choose that my success is going to be. So if I, you know, if I choose that, um, that I'm not going to be successful this year unless I make five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, you know, for you know, for or whatever. You know, I can choose whatever it is that I want my success to tell me that I'm successful at yeah. um, for 2021. Now, now here, now the Boston Marathon. If I were to join the Boston Marathon, okay, if I, if I joined the Boston Marathon and I made it one city block, I would be successful. That's pretty okay. good. <laughs> so so what, what I'm telling everybody is just think of yourself, make the goal or make your, what your level and what you would consider successful yourself. Because the most yeah. important thing is to be happy with yourself and, you, and what you're doing and your choices and decisions you're making to get mm. you there. Mm. So again, for me, I would be proud of myself if I, if I did join the Boston Marathon and I did run a city block. To me, that would be a big win. Yeah. You know, so, so you have to discern, you know, make those decisions yourself. Mm. And I think that's one of the hardest things to, for people to re, rewrite the narrative on, you know, that, that view publicly that success is always you know climbing to the top of the mountain a certain right. salary a certain position a certain label you know even for some women thinking you've got to be married you know or right. have a partner or whatever success is and that's why I love this program and I love interviewing women like yourself because that's right once you get to a, an understanding that success is whatever you determine it to be. It's in your terms. That's right. It's, it right. doesn't matter what someone else wants because someone could be deliriously happy with, you know, a certain amount of money. And for you, you just kind of go, yeah, but I'm not motivated by that. Or they would right. be so excited about getting a certain position. Whereas for you, you go, oh my gosh, like how many hours of work and I wouldn't see my family and I wouldn't have that right. Whereas that's right, you know, so what actually is it that determines success? Um, well, and, well, and that can change, right? That exactly, ex exactly, exactly. So pre-COVID, pre-COVID, talking about and doing what we do, whether I'm speaking, you know, in front of large groups or, you know, doing events and everything. Pre-COVID, I was like, oh, man. I really don't want to have to be traveling and living out of a suitcase. Yeah. 
uh, you know, and, and doing that. I, that does not, and <laughs> that is not <laughs> pleasurable to me at all. You know, yeah. at, that's something I don't want to do. Not that I wanted COVID to happen and to be able to do what I'm doing as much speaking as I'm doing internationally, as well as in, in summits and, and yeah. everything. Um, it, you know, th this has given me more exposure to be able to get out there because we're doing a lot more this way. Yes. But, but I didn't, that's not the lifestyle that I wanted. I still wanted to be able to bring a positive spin and give women the opportunity to really live outside the box and, and, and reach their fullest potential mm. from no matter which way I did it. If, it. if people are only reading my book as a tool that I wrote it to be, or getting to watch my show or, you know, whatever the case may be. So to me, it's just being able to touch people's lives. And, you know, the most rewarding thing is when you hear people come back and say, oh, wow, you know, I, what, I listened to you, I read your book, and, and to know and have them come back and say, it made a difference for me. Yeah. You know, you made a difference yeah. in my, I mean, right there. I mean, that's an I Emmy award to me, you know, that's, that's nice. an Emmy. You know? I know, right. As an author, as a fellow author, right. it's almost, it just brings tears to your eyes because yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. why does someone even sit down and write a book on that topic? So let's first of all, give a plug for your book. What's your book called? Okay. It is living outside the box, the mm -hmm. goal achievement strategy guide to reaching your full potential. All right. Um, so, so living outside the box. And so yeah. Patty sits down and goes, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write it living outside the box, right? So when you have actually got to whatever stage in your life and then decided this is my thing and this is what I'm an expert in and I'm putting this out to the universe and then someone then goes and says, Patty, I just want to tell you, I read your book and oh my gosh, it had all of these effects on my you know it changed my world it rocked everything that right. seriously does bring tears to your eyes doesn't oh, it? Yes. oh yes <laughs> you oh just yes go, oh that's why I wrote it I wanted yeah. to change one life right <laughs> well and and not not only that but I had to say and I have to tell you Annie because of now being a Grammy yeah and 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 what you know because I didn't write the book until after I had turned 50. I had yeah. started with, you know, I had notes and everything for years, but when I decided I was going to start, start <laughs> pulling it all together. Yeah. Um, but being a grandmother and what do you want to leave your grandchildren? Well, you know, we know you could leave them vehicles, you could leave them property, you could leave them money, you know, but really what is the best thing you can do for a child? To me, it's teach them how to read. Okay, once you teach them how to read, you know they can they can do almost anything. Of course, now there's YouTube videos that help people along too. But what we have learned in life, being a mother, being grandmother, but but life situations have helped us grow and we've gained wisdom. Yes. And 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 to be able to do that, what do you want to do for your children? You want to keep your children from having to go through difficulties that you went through mm -hmm. or taking the long way around. So you want to be able to help guide and direct them. Yeah. Well, to do that for your kids is, is one thing, but usually your kids don't usually listen to you as well as they listen to other people <laughs> in, in life experiences. Yes. But having grandchildren, that made me think of, okay, how can I put what I have learned in life into a format that would be easy for easy to follow. And once they become of age and they can read and stuff, they can use this 
And so what I did is I wrote the book as a tool Mm. to goal achievement. So at the end of each chapter, there's assignments. So it's something that everybody can follow. I've worked with kids. I've been hired by parents to work with their children. Um, I've worked with as young as middle school and high school students with, with using my book as the tool. But I also, the, the book is also used by people that have retired from their jobs, have had a, had a hobby that they're now turning into a business. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's the tool one and it's a system, you know, a system works and, and that's the thing. It's a system. It's a tool to be used to work through the process. And once somebody does it and they get used to how it goes, they can just keep continuing that process I know for any, goal, for any goal that they they're trying to achieve. Mm. I've just taken it. It's not anything um, that none of us have ever been exposed to. But what I've done is just broken it down into very, again, so simple that it seems hard. You know what I mean? That just just like the stuff that you and I have talked about, um, breaking things down and with the calendaring and with the planning, it seems like a lot of work, but actually, in the long run. It's not exactly. And a lot of it is just getting used to new habits. It's all habit forming, right? And then so when you do it, and then it's actually really easy to assess and monitor what you've done and then to sort of do it again. The hardest thing is like joining, getting into exercise or doing something you haven't done for a while. Those first few weeks are the hardest, right? Because you're actually telling your body and your mind and all of your natural default habits that I'm changing it. And they're really comfortable where they are. That's why they've been there, <laughs> right? They've bunkered right. down, right? <laughs> they're, right. Gonna, they're not going to give out, up without a protest. <laughs> so, right. and yeah, it's easy to say, oh, this is going to be more effort than it's worth. Whereas that's right. It's not. It's not. Right. And, and, and that's just the same for, for all of us. You know, I've never been a small girl. I've, 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 I've always been a, a bigger girl, but, but, I, but I'm healthy. And I, you know, I'm content with, with where I'm at. Uh, yes, I would like to lose some pounds, but I'm not unhealthy, you know, with that yeah. aspect. But, but I do believe and I do teach people to put yourself first. Mm. Now, now with, with this being said, when I teach people to put yourself first, I say put your health, which is, you know, and breaking that health down into your physical health, your spiritual health your mental health and your financial health. Yeah. You know, and, and by putting ourselves first and really thinking of all those things, because if we are, if we can't be strong for ourselves in those categories, how can we be strong for anybody else? If, if we don't fill our cup, we can't, we don't have anything to spill out to give to anyone else, Mm -hmm. but also financially, if we're not financially um, sound and secure and feel comfortable with where we're at how can we help our kids you know exactly. or, or whatever like that so you know it it all comes from that thinking of yourself putting yourself first if you're on if you're on the airplane what do they do they say put your own mask on and then yes. You know what I mean? It's it's the same. It's the true, same isn't it? It's so true that, and I that I think when we started and you shared that default behavior is to sort of help others, help others, help others, and just be giving out, giving out, giving out, and that's why those people you look at them and just go, "You're so busy." but what are you doing? And you don't look that happy. You look, and then they'll complain that they're exhausted and everything is so overwhelming. And then, then they'll look at almost us chilled out ladies going, well, why don't you look like that? And it's kind of like going, well, 
That's right, because we understand the value on actually stopping, pausing. Look, you know, when you are full, it's actually really easy to then give out intentionally it just it just spills out there's nothing we can do about it sure you know and then it's like it's sort of it's a weird um shift but go for it ladies listen to patty you know um on this is a real truth that it is so worth it because you'll then suddenly go well because you will choose busy you choose what to be you know we're all got we've all got 24 hours in the day right and so we can choose our busy or not, you know, I don't even like the word busy. I like intentional action. Right. Um, and so, but we're all doing something, even if we're just lying on the couch watching Netflix. Um, and so, so what is it? So let's unpack you a little bit more then, Patty. What's your background? Yeah. How did you get to this stage, you know, and go, I'm all about goal setting. This is my thing. What was your background and why did it influence you so much to make this your area of expertise and passion okay are you ready <laughs> are you ready no um it you know i i'm the baby out of eight now mm. my mother my mother was uh, married two different times so i have some half siblings and and full siblings but but my mother came from and she was the oldest my mother was the oldest out of five children and she was nine years old when her mother died during childbirth of the of the last child. And she was gone. Um, and my grandfather was an alcoholic. So he, he wasn't enabled to, to be able to take care of the kids. So she went into a children's home. And back then it was an orphanage and it was run by nuns. And um, when they got kids got to a certain age, they got farmed out and they went to live on a farm and worked. They worked for their board, for their room and room and board. So, but when she, when she got older, any, any, she ended up with her first husband because a man paid attention to her, you know, and she really didn't have, and, and with that, so that was that relationship. And I, and I, I'm not saying that I'm just trying to, to, to lay out how I ended up, how I am. Yeah. So, so you know, she was at, so he was an alcoholic and, and abusive. She had, um, she had four four children with with him um and then um she was working he he was he ended up not he ended up losing his job so she was going back and forth and working all week long and then coming home after work um with groceries and all that stuff and he ended up not paying attention to the children not changing their diapers and the children got taken away from her and went into foster care and all that stuff, you know, and then she got the kids back. Um, but in between, she had gotten pregnant with another child. And I didn't even know about that sister until she was 45. <gasps> because she went right up for adoption right from right from the hospital. Nobody knew knew about that. Wow. And then, then she she, you know, got out of that relationship. And then she ended up meeting my father. And then I am the baby after that she had my sister, my brother and I, my father was also an alcoholic and abusive. Um, so because my mother didn't, you know what I mean? Relationship she hadn't had, um, didn't know what love was supposed to be like and, yeah. and all that stuff into this, this whole relationship with my father, he was an alcoholic and abusive. So, so with that, when I was three years old, I saw my father 
come home, you know, he, he would be um, physically and verbally abusive and, and manipulating of my mother. She was not allowed to um, have her hair done or wear makeup. She always had to have her hair in pin curls or rollers. She always had to dress frumpily with the socks down around her ankles. She had to wear his old socks that were stretched out that wouldn't stay up. Oh. He wouldn't let her have her driver's license. When he would come home, he'd come home and get us. He'd drive us to the store. He'd park in front of the store so um, he could see inside. She wasn't allowed to lift up her head or make eye contact with anybody in the store, not even the cashier. She was, he sent her to get his beer and cigarettes. If my mother lifted up her head as she went or, or whatever, or talked, if he saw that, I knew it was going to be a bad night at home. You know, so, so this is what it was. So at three years old, um, my sister, so out of this, out of this, uh, the three siblings are myself and my two siblings. My sister was 13 years older than me. And my brother was nine years older than I was. Mm -hmm. So I was the baby after all this and um, everything. But so one night he came home from work. He had been drinking. He um, got my mother on the couch and he strangled her unconscious. My sister got on the phone and was calling the police. My, my um, father told me to go to the kitchen drawer to get a knife out of the drawer. He was going to slit her throat. I ran to the kitchen drawer. I held myself up against that kitchen drawer and my brother was then trying to hold, grab his legs, my father's legs, so he couldn't get to the drawer. Oh. And, and he and my father would throw him off and kick him off and my brother would try to go back and stop him. Well, by the time he got to the drawer, I'm a three-year-old little girl in front of the drawer. He picks me up and throws me against the wall and I slide down the wall. He gets the knife and he's heading back to my unconscious mother laying on the couch. He gets to her when the police bust through the door to take him and they they took him to to um to jail so um you know i remember that and yeah. and so but okay but again my father wouldn't so going back to my mother with the rollers and, and pin curls so um while he was at work that's when we would take her rollers and pin curls out and i would do her hair and i would make oh. her look pretty Sorry, and I would, I would be so happy that, oh, I can, you know, I want to make my mother feel good about herself. Yeah. I want to make her happy. I want, you know, she deserves this. Mm. She's worthy of so much. She mm. does so much for, for others. So I would always do that. And she would sit there and cry. And I didn't understand at that age, you know, I didn't understand mommy, but mommy, I'm making you beautiful. And, she you never know, had that. And, and and so that was that was difficult but we always had to wet her hair down wash her hair and put it back in pin curls or rollers before he yeah. came home yeah you know so so that was the whole thing well I did not realize this Annie until just about a year ago no actually no it was it was just about a year ago that I didn't even realize the connection but when so growing up I had situations because of going what I went through with my father that um, I have been married and divorced um, three times mm -hmm. on my fourth husband mm -hmm. because of I did not have any experience of what a relationship was really supposed to be like. Mm. Um, I went through difficult situations, you know, through and I could go on with that. But 
um, it wasn't until after my third divorce that I finally, at that point, I chose to take time out to learn to not only know myself, like myself and trust myself, but I learned to love myself. Mm. And so with, with all of that and the, the diff- other different things, you know, that happened in, in, from being younger in that situation, going through that and how it affected again, other, other parts of my life and always wanting to um, grow because I knew I did not want to have a life like I had experienced. I, everything could have gone differently. It would just repeat. Yeah. Right. And, and so with that, but also my mother, the only thing that she knew how to put a roof over my head and, and food in my stomach was what she had known herself was she worked at the, um, state hospital, the mental hospital, she would care for patients. So what she had to do to create income is we ended up, she ended up being the only, the very first adult foster home in where we lived. So she Mm -hmm. brought, we had a home with patients from the mental hospital. Yeah. So I grew up the only child in, uh, in having people live in my house that would scream, bang their head against the wall and rock. And with that, I had to help feed, bathe, and medicate these people. No kids would come over to my house and play. Mm. Um, you know, by the time I was 12, I found two dead bodies in my home from, from people. So I, I, when I say I had yeah. a, a, a childhood, like most people may not be able to believe, let alone conceive, because what comes along with that. So I, I learned from what I didn't want yeah. to how you know, how I was able to do different things. So going back to the whole thing with my mother's hair and rollers and pin curls, I went to high school and beauty school at the same time. (laughs) I, I became a licensed cosmetologist. And as soon as I graduated high school and I worked for salons and then I got into a management position with, with, with a, with a place I worked for companies like matrix essentials, which I'm sure you have in Australia as well, that I did education and I taught how to, to, um, to do the perms, the hair color, you know, skincare cosmetics. I did stage work. I did back, you know, presentations with that. Um, I worked for other cosmetic companies and did, did that same stuff as well as I was a registered massage practitioner, you know, so I I did all that for many years. So with, with that and, and how I got into that again, it's because of knowing and wanting to make a difference and having women be able to feel better about them. Yeah. You wanted them to it, it, it all. So it this, all I didn't, I didn't figure this out until about a year ago, how yeah. all this came to be and, and why it's so strongly embedded in me mm-hmm. um, with that. And so, so from that, I chose to um, work for, um, I went to work for uh, Estee Lauder. I, I worked with Estee Lauder and, and one of the stores I worked in, I managed a Bath and Body Works store. Yeah. I, I, you know, I had my own salon where I had six, six people working for me 
with all that facials, pedicures, manicures, body wraps, body facials, all that Whole stuff, yeah. you know, with, with, with everything. And then I ended up having my own line of skincare and cosmetics. Wow. So, you know, with doing all that, well then, so with doing all that and then being at that point, I ended up being a single parent hmm. and, and doing all that. And, and I had to have the side hustle and, and there's nothing wrong with that ladies. If you have to do that, you yeah. know, but I, I, I became a Tupperware lady, just peel yeah. the seal and get ready for a meal, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, or interior homes and gifts, you know, Hey, if you want to decorate your home, but you sell the stuff so you can get stuff to help decorate your home Absolutely. With, with, with all that stuff. But, um, you know, all these things. So I have learned so much over the years and having that courage and having the consistency to keep on going, don't let yeah. anything stop you and, and, and getting where you want to be, mm. you know? So from, from that, I, I realized though, that, uh, being, having this lawn and stuff, I was self-employed and being self-employed, it makes it difficult to have insurance and, and, and everything. So once my daughter got a little older, then, um, you know, I had to, had to start looking at, we needed, you know, needed insurance and, and all that stuff. So then I worked, went to work for, you know, corporate America and working with, um, the other stores, but, um, I went to work in for Avon products incorporated and I managed over 400 women mm -hmm. helping them. And I worked, worked, um, I, I wasn't a representative. I worked for the company teaching people how to, run their businesses, start their businesses, um, do the different things, do skincare and cosmetic parties to promote themselves and have better sales, mm -hmm. you know, with, with all those things. So again, it all ties back to why did I want to, and why did I choose to go that direction? It was simply because the difference that it could make in a woman's life. Isn't that, um, <sighs> you know, so again, wow. so this, it gives you goosebumps it when does. you really, when you really stop and think about that, but you when I had a conversation at one point and I said, I, at this point in my life have chosen to be, and I say, live my life PJG style because my P is Patricia Joe Grover. Well, purposeful, joyful, and grateful. Mm. And to me, that is the trifecta. And, and so where those, all those circles meet, that's my area of blessing. I'm, I know I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing and I don't have any ands, ifs, or buts about it. So yeah. when you, when you asked me how I got to where I am, that that's where it is. But I didn't even realize until just like a year ago, how it all tied together and mm. why I'm here doing what I'm doing. Cause that, I didn't even figure that out until after I, after I wrote the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. First of all, thank you so much for sharing that incredible. It's a story for us, but it's, 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 <laughs> there's so much more to it, but you know, but I, there's no sense. Yeah. But, but instead of taking, um, taking that and focusing on the negative because there was so much, okay. but, right. But you just, I just, I couldn't and can't. And I know, so I know other people and some other people may have, if they had that, they might've not come out of it and, and made the choices and decisions because I say the choices and decisions we make is what designs our destiny. Yeah. And, and it is, and uh, there's even today with what, when we're, we're talking even today with what's going on in the world with political, all, all that stuff, whatever choices and decisions that we make or, and how we deal with this, you know, it, it's going to make a difference in what happens to our own lives tomorrow. Yeah. 
So true. And I just think it's incredible. It's incredible. Two things there. It's incredible when those light bulb moments happen, you know. And so for some people, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you seem to understand your purpose and what you're all about and this and that. I don't know. And it's kind of like it's almost permission, ladies, to, yeah, sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we have to, yeah, like you're in your situation, you got, go you through got three it. marriages, write a book, get to 50 and go, oh, my gosh, I had a yeah. moment and I saw my three-year-old self getting smashed against a wall in an uncomfortable position and, oh, my goodness, yeah. why have I always now attracted myself to making women feel beautiful, making them feel loved? Uh, may, becoming a, a confident right. woman who can train others, whether it's in beauty or Tupperware or whatever, all of those skills that you learn over your lifetime were actually, you know, intentional by design, but not from your mind, exactly. right? Because they were, you, this is where people often get these surprises, but to others who know them, probably not very surprising because you're actually operating in your natural skill set and your pure heart and, and passion. But you kind of go, oh, well, I, you know, I just have to be here at this time. It's not really where I want to be. Whereas all of those steps have clearly taken you to the most beautiful position you can be at this stage of your life. Right. To know that you absolutely love women believing to achieve, right? You've got to right. believe to achieve. You've got to believe that you're worth it. You've got to believe that you do have, that it is possible. You've got to believe in your in the value in what you can then give to yourself and to those you love and to those you bless, you know, whether it's in business or in your family or whatever your situation is. And so all of that journey that you shared, although hard and, and you know, many people do have hard situations and it's not a competition right. in the hard, no. right? What no. it is, is, is for me, it's actually saying we still have choices. We have those moments when we stop and we reflect and we have an opportunity to go, okay, well, I either choose to move towards my positive embrace future or I or I look back and I anchor myself in my past and I become the victim of that and, you know. Exactly. So it is a choice and many people, are, I know, and I, I have people struggle with, but it's not a choice. You go, it is a choice. It is a choice every day, the way we approach it and approach our future and approach our life and approach ourselves you know, how we show up as we know every single day. Right. And we have to show up for ourselves before we can show up for anyone else. Yeah. And that's, that goes back to, to filling, to, to filling the cup because, you know, there, there is no better person to be there for than yeah. yourself. You know, yeah. there really isn't. And so many women will find that sort of, it feels it feels selfish. They'll come back to me and go, but I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be a selfish person. You know, and that often is because we've had generations of, you know, our mums or our grandmothers who've told us don't, don't speak well of yourself. That's pride. Pride yeah. becomes before the fall. That's the selfish view you've got to give out. And that's where they, where it's, it's sort of deeply embedded, isn't it? Yes, um, it is. Not, yes, it is. not selfish at all. It's not selfish at all. And I, and I go back and I watch, I watch shows like I've do, I'm doing with you and I, and I watch myself on my own show and I go back and I say, I don't, you know, I don't really think or, or feel that I'm coming across of that I'm tooting my own horn, 
because to me that that's not it's just I am sharing how at peace and how comfortable I feel with myself mm. that I want others to be able to experience the yeah. same thing. So to me, it's trying, it's that overflowing of, hey, uh, why wouldn't anyone want to be able to feel the same way? To me, yeah. that's a, that's a gift. That's, that's a gift that I'm, that I'm, I'm trying to give. And, um, you know, I, <laughs> I just want everybody to have it. I know. And I can almost feel that just coming through uh, the atmosphere here to me of, yeah. I can almost feel you going to your back to your 20 year old self, you know, sweetheart, I'd love yeah. to just teach you what I've learned, <laughs> right? Exactly. I'd love exactly. to go, you know, you've got to also have your own journey, but you right. also go the learnings of you will have these choices and then these will be your options and these will be, you know, this is your potential. So, you know, in one way, you know, as older, wiser women now, we, you know, it's really easy to, for us to go, oh, we want to save you from having those hard times. And unfortunately, it's the challenging times that that's how we learn, right? We know what exactly. we don't want more than what we do want most of the time. Right. However, there is so much learning there that you just go, but you don't have to do all the hard knocks. You can have those aha moments earlier when you have more, you're better mentoring and coaching and and self-awareness and actually take time out to invest in yourself, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And they're all things that um, we learn. Um, and, and I've told you before, my philosophy on life is like, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. And that's why, that's why the, the, the look of the puzzle pieces on the box, because our life, um, Annie, our life, when, when we're first born, we, no one knows what the picture on the puzzle box is going to look like at the end. We don't know what it's going to look like. You know, it's actually throughout, throughout our life. It's a collage of, Hey, this was this part of my life. This was this next phase. This was, you know, so it is, it's a collage actually at the end and, you know, it's all a journey and we're all on our own journey. You know, we might be at the same parts of our journey, you know, of what we're going through right now, the people that you have in your life, but, um, you know, but it's still unique, different. you know, right. even though we started this show and like, yeah, we are total soul, soul sisters. I feel so much connection because you're in um, a very similar mindset and area and personal passion, but we're also you're so unique. We've got different, different, you know, so many other variables that we haven't right. tapped into other parts of our lives or different family situations or different health issues going on with different right. people and different challenges. And so, you know, that's where it's so important, I think, to align yourself with, you know, if you're looking for a mentor, you're looking for a coach to align yourself with go, you know, this woman really resonates with me in so many ways, but also to realize you're not going to become Patty, you're not going to become, you're actually going to be find yourself in that experience. Mm -hmm. And and that is more than enough. You know, it's right. more than enough. And that is success, you know. Right, exactly. And exactly. I love the way you frame what success is, you know, that it is just what it means to you in your terms. I think that was, that's as simple as it is, right? It's just knowing what your terms are. Right. And, and your own and setting your own measurables, you know, setting them for yourself. Yeah. And being brave yeah. enough to measure them you know? Well, yeah, you know, that we, we, we have to do that. And, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, for the good, the bad, the ugly, 
you know, it is what it is. And, and we're not going to change that needle of where something is unless we determine. And sometimes it's painful and to, yeah. to, to dig deep and find. And that's the same thing like when I'm helping people on their journey to, to be achieving a goal. Nobody just gets from here to there just like that. You know, we have to determine where we are. And sometimes that's the most difficult part is to determine where we are, we are at. Sometimes that is very painful when we have to realize, oh, well, um, we, we need to learn this, you know, we need yeah. to change this, you know, and, and all that stuff to be able to get to where we want to be. I know so we want the quick fix. We go, oh, right. that's going to take time and pain. And it's like, oh, dear. Right. So you have your point A and your point B. And that's what I help people with as a goal achievement strategist is, you know, getting from that point A to point B. But you have to know what that is to begin with. Yeah. And you have, and, and for women, it's mo most the difficult comes from again having them feel like they are worthy and that they are capable because everybody is and it's just how you know how we change their mindset to this you know to to actually realizing that but then allowing themselves to dream mm -hmm. so that they 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 know they are worthy or more they can have more they can do more they can be more you know because you can, if that's what you want. Some people may not, may, may not want, they may be perfectly content and happy where they are. Yeah. And, and, and there's, that's perfectly all right. So that goes back to what we were saying about what is success to you. You know, if somebody has no desire to have more, be more, do more then they don't, you can't make them no, want that. You can't, you know? And um, so that, but, but I help people with the whole, the whole dream and I, and I think I told you before about having uh, teaching about sensory vision. So you can, when you close your eyes and the dream that you want to achieve, when you can close your eyes and you can see it, you can feel it, you can smell it, you can taste it, you can touch it. But that feel is not just the physical feel of something, but it's the emotional feel of it. Mm. When you connect your purpose and your why with that sensory vision, you're yeah. unstoppable. <laughs> You know, and, and, and so, so that I, I just gave you pieces of the different things that I do and, and, and working with clients and really it, you know, putting all those pieces and I go back to the puzzle pieces because that's, that's what it is. It's all putting those pieces together. Mm. Oh my goodness. We could chat all day. I'm thinking that's gone so quickly today. So amazing. And I knew that would happen because you're just so fascinating and beautiful. How do people find you, Patty? Well, um, they can go to patriciajoegrover.com mm -hmm. and they can find everything out about me there. Um, if they're interested in being a guest on my show, actually all of my social media and the link to become a guest on my show is at www.pjg.vcardinfo.com. Okay. So, so, yep. So they can go right there. And um, I have a gift for everybody if they're if they want a gift from me um if you text the word goal g-o-a-l to 866-926-4020 i have gifts right there for everyone yes, so, it's a gift yeah. well you know and and what better time right now yeah really is to 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 prepare yourself yeah. and again i i am a lesson giver because mm -hmm. and and it really does i 
you know, you put the work in ahead of time, you will be so much further ahead in the long run. So um, to, to be able to do that, to make 2021, you know, get, get you out of this hole yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, make it be fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's been such a delight having you on my program. So thank you for sharing with me. Yes. Oh, it's always it's always wonderful. Uh, we, we just have to ha get together and have a tea time, so, you know. I know, and, right. uh, you know. That's we will definitely be catching up again shortly, and hopefully presenting on something together. Uh, you yes. know, it's all opportunities around the world. That's it. You know, just if you lean into something that works and resonates for you, then then the next opportunity will find itself. Thank you so much for coming on my show yeah. today. It's been such a delight and um, yeah, all the best. So everyone, if you're yeah. interested in finding out more about uh, Patricia J. Grover, go to her links. They'll all be on my YouTube and also on my podcast platform. And uh, yeah, I all wish you all the best in all your future success. Oh, well, the same to you and I know we'll be right there just arm in arm <laughs> <laughs> true sisters thank yeah. you all right Mwah. Mwah. thanks so much for listening to this episode of memoirs of successful women you can find me at anniegibbons.com where you can download my free resources get connected on social and check out my online magic transformation program. If you love this show, feel free to subscribe to future episodes. And of course, share it with your friends. I'll see you again soon. And until then, happy podcasting.